What up, airs and co airs? It is your boy, Elian Nelson, alongside my beautiful wife. I didn't say bride this time, I said a wife, Larissa Nelson. And I know we have been off air. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> you started to get like me. But yeah, I know that we've been off air. Uh, for the past couple of weeks, we had a lot of things going on per usual in our household. There is nothing that you can tell us about life itself as as a married couple, as parents, as career people as well. Like things come up, things happen, and we're not able to kind of get here to uh, to record like we want to. But that's OK, because my cousin, uh, uh, cousin in law, Chris, always says that consistency it's not about you just doing it every day. It's also what you do when you uh, when you drop off. Oh. Do you pick it back up? And so I didn't know he says that. Yeah, he says that a lot. And I said, Good. "Well, this thing's always it's always on the forefront of our mind, so we haven't lost it yet. So therefore, our consistency is that we always come back to the mic uh, to pick it up. So welcome to you who are new here. If you're new here, thank you so much." I would give you the applause, but my things are not labeled, and so I don't want to give you the wrong thing like I would do right now. <laughs> See, I don't know. I got to I got to label that a little bit better. Um, but I would give you a round of applause for being here. Uh, and if you're watching or not watching, Lord Jesus, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a review, five star rating, whatever you want to do. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that, as well as leave a comment and just let us know how we are doing. If you are a returning guest here please 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 go ahead and take a moment breathe in breathe out and let yourself know that you are an heir you know here we talk about airship all the time and we say hashtag we are heirs or just we are heirs period point blank so wherever you are i want you to look yourself in the mirror and say to yourself i am a heir since you are an heir you are a citizen of god so today we are a citizen of the kingdom of god so with that said today we're going to talk about Long suffering. My wife has celebrated, I guess somewhat celebrated, uh, a little bit of something that has happened in our lives with having a baby. Um, You know, with having a baby comes breastfeeding, and with breastfeeding comes the turmoil or the tumultuous task of breastfeeding every day for a certain amount of time. For my wife, that was 19 months. And so I was very, very excited to wake up one day and to see Alora not nursing. <laughs> it was probably like the biggest thing of my week that week. Like, oh my God, this girl is finally not wanting to nurse anymore. Thank God. I think I was more excited than you were. And I was excited because, and again, we're talking about long suffering here. I've watched you for the past 19 months go through this thing of sacrificing your body for somebody else's health to ensure that they were fed to lose sleep in the middle of the night to do all of these things so that this child was at the right standpoint, I guess, from a health perspective. So talk to us a little bit about long suffering when it comes to breastfeeding and what it taught you over the past 19 months. Um, well, I think the biggest thing has just been dying to myself, of course, and being selfless. And I feel like the Lord has used our breastfeeding journey to purge me of most of my selfishness. And you don't really know 
the um, extremities, if if that's a word, is that you don't know how it's going to be a word today. You don't know how extreme your sin can be until you're placed um, in the wilderness, for lack of a better term. Okay. Um, and so the Lord just really used that journey to show me how selfish I still was because I kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say I put myself on a pedestal, but I kind of pride myself on, um, just being selfless, especially when we got married and, you know, when it comes to putting other people before me, I kind of, you know, I guess put myself on a pedestal or however you want to say that, um, and, you know, obviously there was a level of pride there until the Lord had to break that in me and be like, no, like this is still dormant in you. And I'm going to show you how selfish you really are, Jeez. even though you don't think you are. And so, um, yeah, Laura never really took a bottle. We've been exclusively breastfeeding for 19 months. She took a bottle maybe like three when she was two or three months old. Um, and that was for like two weeks and she didn't even want to do that. So she never really took a bottle. Um, and so it's just been me for the most part, um, for 19 months straight until she started eating table food. But even when she was eating table food, she was still nursing. And so, I kept telling myself, okay, at this point, I'm going to stop. At this point, I'm going to stop. And the Lord would be like, no, you're not. I didn't tell you to stop right now. And so even though he said that, I would try to, like, force it, but it never worked. And so I just finally gave in and said, okay, I'm going to just do this until the Lord tells me to stop, and I'm going to have to be okay with it. And at that point, I I was kind of, like, used to it. And so, I mean, I, I didn't really complain about it anymore. Um, and so, yeah, just recently she stopped. I mean, we took the weaning process slow and steady because of how Laura is and quite frankly, how I am emotionally. And so, um, yeah, I feel like my work is done. It's like, well done, my good and faithful servant. <laughs> okay. Well, your work is not done because you're still mom. <laughs> well, that part is that, but y'all, but I, I couldn't part, leave yeah. my house. I could only leave the house for two, three hours max at a time. Like, I couldn't go anywhere, couldn't have my freedom, haven't taken any, I still haven't taken any breaks. Like, this whole time I've been a mom, haven't really taken any, like, break, like, real break, any vacations or anything like that. So, um, it was definitely a level of sacrifice that... I'm not used to just by like sacrificing my body and losing all this sleep and getting up every two, three hours in the night and ugh, yeah. Oh my gosh. But, um, I feel like now if something arises where, you know, if it's something that I don't want to do that requires a level of sacrifice, it will probably be a walk in the park. Because I feel like I've done the hardest thing any human woman can do. Right. So I, one of the things that I was thinking about when when I thought about this topic was, one, you kind of alluded to it already where you were like, okay, well, I have to just keep going until God says stop. The notion of obeying in the midst of long suffering has probably have 
and not even properly, it's the most grueling part of Christianity because our flesh naturally desires to want something now. I want this now. I got to have this now. Give it to me now. Like, we want that immediate desire or that immediate satisfaction of something happening. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, but just knowing that as a as a son and a daughter of God, that there is a level of trying our faith that God requires. Like you're not about to get out of this smooth. Like it's 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 gotta it's gotta happen. And I think when we hear the word faith, we think, oh, you know, believe God for something that you want like material things most of the time or like a healing or something like that. But um, for me, faith means trusting God when he says something to you, even though you don't understand why he's saying it or he's telling you to do something. It's like blind obedience. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're telling me to do this and it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know why you're telling me to do this, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to have faith that, whatever you're telling me to do this for is going to be for my good. Yeah. And so one of the, so one of the biggest things I had a conversation with one of our friends and she was telling me about how she, uh, not necessarily wrestling, but there's some things that that was going on in her life. God's been giving her some dreams and she's like, yo, like God, like it's been a while since you're talking about my friend. Yeah. Okay. I said offering because she, Oh, well, I just needed clarification yeah. of who you're talking about. Okay. I know yeah. About. So she she was just telling me like, yeah, like God, like I've been, I've been praying about this. I, like, this is a vision that you've given me. This is a dream that you've given me. And it was like, almost like a, like, God, like, is this even real? Like, am I supposed to really be doing this? A lot of us go through that anyway. But as she was sitting there, I kept hearing long suffering doesn't have an expiration date. Mm. Like, that is one of the biggest areas in our lives that is supposed to be tested. We are not uh, allowed to be able to push God however we think we can push him. Like we like that. That's not how this works. You know, one of the inheritance. If it was, if it was called an inheritance factor, I'll call it an inheritance factor. But one of the inheritance factors, or one of the benefactors of being a believer, is that we can produce the fruit of long suffering. And that is a fruit. That's a fruit. Like, we are supposed to produce that fruit. People miss that one. And it's the hardest fruit to produce because, like I I said earlier, like, our faith wants something more right away. And I believe that long-suffering and endurance go together. We talk about endurance, running your race, like, meeting the mark, all these different things. But endurance is a part of that long-suffering, and that is exactly how... God pictured it when it came to our walk with him. One of the things I was telling my mentee was that you cannot try to sprint your way through your faith because and 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 I hope my bald head and mentees are listening to this right now. <laughs> my, my boy Ashton even even kind of clarified this maybe a few years ago, but the reason why a lot of us fall away from the faith is because we are trying to run for God, but we call it a walk with him. Mm. And if it's a walk with him, that means you are to do exactly that walk. He didn't ask you to sprint. 
He didn't ask you to run. Yes, run your race. But I believe there's a level of pace but there's, there. There's a race. That's a, it's race. a race. That's not a. Uh, that, that's not a actual journey with God. Right. Like I, I was thinking about. Said I needed to post this too, but having history with God. Had I rushed through those moments, would I have history with God? Because I wouldn't be able to even think through all the things that he's taken me through. Right. A purpose of a walk is for me to be able to sit and and really dwell in the specific place that I'm in. When I go on a walk in a park, or when I go for a walk in a park, I am taking heed to everything that's around me. I might be listening to music, but I'm taking heed to the nature. I'm taking heed to the to my surroundings, the kids playing in the park. Like when you start looking and qualifying your faith as though it's a specific walk, you're able to endure and you're also able to produce that long suffering. Because 99.9% of the time, if you have not got to a place where you are centering yourself in God, and I know we use the word centering around manifesting, and that's another episode for another time. We're not going to do that with y'all. I ain't about to go there with y'all. Don't really care how you think or how you feel about it. But when it comes to like dwelling with God, that's the word I want to use. He's simply asking you to walk. And you and I, I told him, I told my mentee a, a few times, like, stop trying to reinvent the wheel. You're asking me like what I should do daily. I'm like, just pray. It's not that difficult. It's guys. not. It's, it's not, really not diff- like just just pray. Like you have access to God. You have access at any point in time. You have access for five it's like minutes. The Old Testament. Like for five, he's not asking you to sit and pray for an hour. Where do we get first off? Hold on, because I know a lot of people like to like. Oh yeah, I tarried all night long last night mm-hmm. in my bedroom, lights off and everything. Appreciate you, but was all that needed? Like, there's nothing. I'm. Not, I think a lot of people get it from because I've heard preachers say. Um, you're supposed to tithe 10% of everything you have. So you're supposed to tithe or, or do 10% of your time, your 24-hour day in prayer. <laughs> That's the thing. We're not up for 24 hours in a day. Right. <laughs> and I think it's just like it's a daily walk. And so when we say include God in everything, shoot, when Elliot and Alora are gone, I'm in prayer, making my bed or while I'm in the shower or while I'm doing laundry or putting the dishes up or cleaning Alora's room. Like it don't have to be on your knees for a specific amount of time. That's, that's not really a relationship. If you ask me, it's forced. It's forced. I mean, Elliot and I sit on the couch and talk or we sit in the car and like, you know what I mean? It, it's a relationship and we have to stop thinking of it as Something that we do out of obligation. Yeah. One of the things that uh, that's good because I was thinking through um, the you're talking about the or it's a relationship. It, it's us sitting together. And I remember there was a season in life and it's still a season. I think a lot of people still do this where you got your notebook. You got your nice, pretty little notebook mm-hmm. for Jesus. Yeah. You got your nice little Starbucks coffee. You got your little desert area. That's where I sit at where I, when I want to dwell with God and everything like that. And I tried to do that a thousand times. It don't work for me. I can't do it. It don't work for me. I know some people will say, well, you like just just because your focus is off. No. And that's, oh, and that's you know what? That's okay. It's okay if my it's focus is off. Okay. But, but at the same time, like. 
No, I'm saying that's okay if you don't well, yeah. have a designated space or if you don't yeah. have a pretty notebook or a nice coffee mug or if you don't put it on your freaking Instagram stories. Like, that's lame. Yeah. And and I think a lot of that stuff is for show. It is. Like, it's, it's specific. Like, you want people to see that I spent time with God. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. But the for- thing is, you looking at, it's forcing people to look at your stories. Yeah. They're not paying attention to your fruit. And that's Ooh. what we should be paying attention to. Like, hello? Yeah. Do I post when I'm praying? No. 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 Do y'all be seeing my fruit? Most of the time, I think. I think they do. I think. I think they do. So, I came across a scripture. I actually posted this um, back in maybe 2015, Facebook. Facebook will will tell you that you posted something a long time ago, and typically it's usually something ratchet. I said in in college or whatever, uh, before Christ or what, and things like that. But this time it was a scripture, and I was like, wow! Like I was just I was just telling um, our friend about you know long suffering. It was Second Peter. I actually going to read most of the ver or most of the chapter, so we can start at Second Peter. One verse one, Simon Peter, a bond servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have received the faith of the same kind as ours by the righteousness of our God, Savior and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and Jesus, our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Now for this very reason, also applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence and in your moral excellence knowledge, and in your knowledge self-control, and in your self-control perseverance, and in your perseverance godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. So one of the things that stuck out to me, I, I read in a different version, is was perseverance and endurance and how it repeated that in your self-control perseverance and in your perseverance godliness, that there's a connection here to all of these things, to godliness. And as a believer, as an heir, we have a direct correlation to what it looks like to be a to be an heir in the kingdom of God and have that type of perseverance and endurance and long suffering. I don't count it any type of um, coincidence when we went through all of 2020 and everybody's now trying to rush out to get some sense of normalcy because long suffering is what we went through all last year. It was a qualifying thing. And a lot of people not even noticing that now y'all scared of another lockdown because you have not even taken the time out to figure how this pertains to walking with God. So some pointers for a lot of people out there, if you're looking to 
kind of gain some sort of, oh, wait, we were supposed to talk about something else too. But, oh, I was going to ask you before I go into to any type of points. When it came to you getting a new car, would you feel like that was long-suffering? Yes. Why? Um, because every time we had tried to pursue it in the past, it didn't work. And initially, God was like, this ain't the right time. So we had to wait as long as or as much as I wanted a new car or just a car in general. Um, yeah, I mean, we we just had to wait and... I guess, quote unquote, suffer through our circumstances at the time. And that was getting our coins in order, you know, paying down stuff, um, making sure we were in the right position to buy one in the first place. Um, and one of the uh, the other thing that I was going to piggyback on is that now that you have the car, now we now have to wait for a house. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and we're renewing our lease. And here goes some more long suffering because wifey here wants her house now. I want my house. Yesterday is what she wanted it. Yes. But God said, hey, what's more important is actually you needing a car over the house. Not even that, but I, I just feel like when God does things in our lives specifically, when he tells us to wait, it's because. He's about to like. Because he's about to be God and show out. Yeah. Like, everything be falling into place, just favor out of nowhere, money out of nowhere. Um, It's just better when God does it. And so I think that is what I keep in mind. Like, in order to suffer long, you have to have a goal at the forefront of your mind. Like, you have to be running towards or walking towards something. Yeah. Um, I guess in this case, the deeper, the deeper thing is obedience. Obedience is always the first thing for me. Yeah. Um, and so I know if God tells me to wait or if he tells me, no, it's for a reason and I'm going to be obedient whether I want to or not. Yeah. What do we say to people who say, or they've gotten to a place where they're like, For example, people who are dating, they've been waiting for the husband or their wife for up to years. They look at our life and they say, yo, how did you get that that fast? First off, before before you even answer, I'm going to say this. A lot of people look up look or a lot of guys are like, yo, man, like I'm inspired by you. Like, how'd you do all this other stuff? Y'all got to know something. One, I went through years, years with an S of no potentials. Outside of someone who I thought was a potential and wasn't a potential. Wait, you said people are asking you what? I'm sorry, I was looking at these tweets about somebody dying because he didn't get vaccinated and his twin is going off because he was so healthy. Oh. And his Her twin died and he was on his deathbed wishing he had got the vaccine. I don't mean to, I don't mean to laugh. If y'all don't go get vaccinated. I'm laughing at my wife, not, not the situation. God, dog. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll, we'll say something about that in a minute. But what I was saying was, is that like a friend of mine said, yo man, like I'm inspired by you. I'm proud of you. Like you give me hope. And I'm like, dog, like I appreciate it, but y'all don't know how many years it took to get to one, finding the one, but also two, having to be a, which was my stupid self in the end of itself. And then three going years and years and years without sex. 
some of y'all still out there knocking boots. Let me tell you that. And I ain't judging you, but a lot of y'all get to be a part of, or are like willfully doing that. Right. I, on the other hand, had to long suffer through not having sex. Cause didn't you say it had been like what? Six years. Yeah, That's all. Uh, Six years. For a brother. Go ahead and tell him. <laughs> I was about to say, for, I mean, that's a long time for a brother to not get his, uh, thing wet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope this is out of children's podcast. I was about to say, I was about to say the real word, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like long suffering through not having sex, like having to. And and yes, I'm not going to tell you I was the most holy. Like we'll we'll do a separate podcast about lust and pornography and all those different things because I went through that. But there's a big difference between intimacy on yourself and intimacy with your wife, and or intimacy with another person, like. That is something that I hadn't experienced for six years, six long years. And the requirement of God was, yo, look, I don't want you like doing any of this because there are specific uh, parameters that a lot of people out there who don't understand, who don't know why you shouldn't have sex before marriage. All this is for those of y'all that don't listen, that don't know that that are somewhat clueless. I'm here to help you. God does not want you to open up love before it's time. Because what happens when you lay with someone and have sex with somebody prior to marriage is that there's a connection there, whether you don't want to believe it or not. I don't want to hear that you can have sex and not be attached to someone. The devil's a liar and you're and you're and you're weird. Yep. You're weird and deceived because that's not what God like wired sex to be. He made sex for two people to come together to to be attached together. Larissa and I feel it when we go weeks and weeks without sex. Like, yo, there's an obviously disconnect here. And the reason isn't because I don't love this woman. It is because this is going on a whole different tangent. But it is because that, and maybe it's a preacher in me, but um, it's it's not because I don't love this woman. It's because of the fact that we ain't having sex. So I know a lot of people don't want to deal with the long suffering of that. But there's a reason why there's long suffering there. One, a lot of y'all can't go into marriage with, with your lust issues so let's start there mm, mm, mm. because if you try to get married now after Wait, you how just did we get here i was talking about long suffering dating you oh, reading vaccines okay. and, and yeah. stuff like that but one of one of the reasons why you have to long suffer within and within a dating relationship or even while you're single is because there's a lot of things in marriages that you don't really understand and know god needs to mature you in your heart because of from, from what i've been able to see and, and hear a lot of y'all will leave at the first sight of a lie. Mm, 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 mm. Long, suffering long suffering is supposed to teach you. It's supposed to teach you what in whatever season you're in about what's going to come. And please don't confuse long suffering with being an idiot in this regard. Okay. Because that's a thing too. Explain. I mean, okay, what I mean is you remember that time you had too much teleport and yeah. Yeah, I could have said I could have chucked the deuces then or when you went behind my back and texted your ex after I told you not to. I could have chucked the deuces there. That was wild because she never even got that message. Oh, God, God blocked that one. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I mean, I wouldn't call that long suffering, but that's an instance where that wasn't worth throwing the relationship away. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So wait, now I'm trying to connect your connect your dots. Well, I'm saying don't 
like oh don't confuse if, so, if somebody is treating you badly then yes like that's not that's long that's i wouldn't call that long suffering but if you two are genuinely trying to grow together and you know deepen your relationship with the lord um and get closer to the lord because of y'all's relationships and you know you, you know what i'm saying yeah okay so yeah, for those out there, like long suffering is supposed to teach you. It's supposed to teach you yeah. in the moment what, like, what, th- like, how are you going to handle those things? Just like Larissa said, like if she, if she, if she would have chucked the deuces at the sight of you know me having a little bit too much to drink and me maybe talking a little crazy, and she, if she would have chucked the deuces, then she's not ready for marriage. Yeah, because I mean, what it's, is the definition of long suffering in the first place? It means having patient in spite of trouble wow yeah and a lot of people ain't patient a lot of people aren't patient and more importantly to to those this is maybe i shouldn't talk like this because i'm not a woman but and kevin samuels actually talks about this sometimes too but a lot of a lot of times for dudes this is why a lot of dudes don't be trying to be full full with marriage because there's too much expectation of him to be something now and nobody wants to wait for the brother to his character to develop his like his mind frame to be warped like marriage and and relationships are all about evolution you're involving on a day-to-day basis what you think what you thought the the day before it's not gonna it's not gonna be the thing you you think the next day it's all about evolution it's all about evolving and so as quiet as it's kept when we're talking about long suffering and 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 being patient about something you're literally evolving as that as that time goes. You're evolving and your character is growing and it's supposed to be something substantial. That's why it's fruit. Because when it's not there, you're ultimately are going to throw away something that you should have had along long or that, that you could have kept. A lot of people get divorced just randomly out of nowhere. Y'all just got married two months ago and now you're getting divorced. Why? Because you ain't got no endurance and hardship. That's why. Like like there's no reason for for this to happen unless there's something very like serious even you talked about oh this is where we're supposed to go we're supposed to go this way um online when you were doing your questions and answers and someone said that they um somebody would had or their marriage was about to go to divorce or something like that he cheated or it was something weird and you were like yo even if elliot cheated on me i'm not gonna divorce him that's right and i'm saying it publicly now me and this is not giving him a license to cheat because he would no. never do so. No, I'm just saying I love my man too much. I've put in too much work, and quite frankly, I have too much fruit to just let the brother go just because he wanted to get into somebody else's it's guts. Yeah, I'm rolling. Let me just go ahead and skate over this conversation because I'm not. Well, I would never do anything like that. But number two, I think what's what's really serious, like the responses you got was like, "What about this? What about that?" And you was just like, "Ain't nope. no what about? No, nope, ain't no what about? Like unless I'm not being, if unless he hit me, like unless he, as long as he not hit me, anything can be worked out. Yeah, anything can be worked out. Yeah, and I tell people transparently, even if this brother hit me, I would hit him back and tell him not to hit me again. Yeah. Or it's gonna be on and popping. We just about to be brawling up in here. Yeah, and and if she hit me, I'm gonna shake her. I'll tell you right now, I ain't gonna hit you. I'm gonna shake you. I'm gonna shake you real, real good. All right, you better chill the heck out. All right, <laughs> like no, but for real, like a lot of a lot of people, a lot of believers, like when it comes to long suffering, 
you just don't want to go through it. Mm-mm. Case in point. And that's that's signs of a immature Christian. The fruit is not there. And so before you take on a new venture, before you take on, for some of us, before you take on another child, before you take mm, on. That's a good one. Before you take on marriage, before you take on working not multiple jobs. Well, let's just stop there. Before you take on another child. And people keep asking me, why aren't y'all having more kids right now? Or when do you want another kid? I think both of us are mature enough to admit that we ain't there yet. Yeah. We got we got more growing to do. Allura is challenging us now. Like she's enough for, she's enough of a challenge for now, for and, right now. And this is a long suffering process right here. Yes. Because one, I'll be the first to say it, like yes, like it ain't it ain't no question that we desire intimately to have more kids. Right. We just don't want them right now. Because we know, one, what that would do to our marriage. Mm-hmm. Two, we know what that would do to this just family dynamic in general. Three, I know my wife would hate me right now. <laughs> and it's and it's not because that we just so, like, just don't like our child or don't like children in general. Nah, our long-suffering process is taking place. Yeah, it's not over yet. Last week, the reason why we didn't record last week, Alora took me to the brink. <laughs> And it was the first time I felt that ever as a father. Who about to bring another baby, right. another child into that? And it's not like I ain't dysfunctional or nothing, but there are things that God wants me to grow in. Mm-hmm. That there's things that he wants me from, even from a mindset perspective, from a spiritual perspective, even from a physical perspective. Yeah, and this is why he sent Allura to us in the first place. Because it's things that he, he needs to get out of us and then throw into us. Yeah, and that ain't done yet. So, nah, we ain't having another kid anytime soon. Like, we will know when it's time to have another kid. And I told Larissa that maybe a long time because there was one time she was like, I think I want to have another kid now. I said, no, girl. (laughs) (laughs) We're not having no one, thus said the Lord. Like, we're not having having another one. I'm not to lie on God or nothing like that, but we just not. Like, we see a whole lot of people jump back and forth. Not even jump back and forth. You have a child, and then next year you have another child, and then two years later you have another child. And kudos to you. Maybe the Lord gave you a lot more strength. Not me. Couldn't be me. Allura is is wild enough. (laughs) For real. And she she turned up a whole other thousand levels before her bedtime. I don't see how a lot of y'all – and another thing is that I don't know if, like – I'm going to tread lightly on if that's God's design or not. But, like, I wonder if a lot of people, we've heard a lot of people who are miserable doing that. Oh, yeah. Like, yo, I just had a baby. Here we go having another one. Like, the strain of, like, I'm trying to, my my focus is making sure my, my wife and I are good from a relational standpoint, from even a spiritual standpoint. I don't want to add something else to the strain to that. So our long-suffering process is here. You'll see another child soon. I mean, not soon. I mean, when I say soon, I mean like in the next five years. <laughs> but you'll, you'll see another child one day. It's just not going to be today. It's not going to be next week. It's not going to be next year. Talk to us in 2024, maybe. Right. You know? And there's things that God is trying, like he wants us to do, like, for the kingdom. Like this thing, like this podcast, what we're doing with the Air Society, what I'm doing with investing and trading. Like, I can't focus with multiple kids. Mm-mm. 
Larissa can't focus on her career with multiple kids. There would not be a Larissa Nelson brand if if there was another if, if there was another, another baby. She would literally <laughs> be like, you know what? You got it all. Like that's it. For real. Like I'm just gonna have to try to do this to my career. Like there's things, and I'm that, not saying you can't have multiple kids and and be successful. That's what we're not saying. We're saying right now, in our situation in the the Nelson household, the Lord has us on pause for a while because yeah. there are some things that He's doing with us and that He's trying to work out of us and in us and through us and all of that good stuff. And it's all a part of the long suffering process. Precisely. That's what we're saying. Okay, so don't take this and run back to Lipstick Alley and say, they said people with multiple kids can't be successful. Shut up. That ain't what we're saying. Yeah, that's not what we're saying. And and to piggyback off of the the uh, that little, little comment about L.A., um, y'all talked a whole lot of junk about your boy. And typically, <laughs> typically I would use this moment. No. To go off, but I'm not because praise the Lord, we long suffered and endured sharing a car for the past two and a half, three years, mm. and it was said that I would never get my girl a car. Well, <laughs> he just wanted to do that so bad. I've been waiting. I've, I've been wanting to do that so bad. <laughs> and that six hundred thousand dollar house is coming too. You dad gonna write about it. It's coming. Ain't gonna write about it. It's it ain't coming. gonna be six hundred thousand. It's gonna be more than that. Probably I looked at the houses today. Yeah, it's probably gonna be more than that. But you know, all in all, like we're here to to just incur- like I'm saying that, and I'm jokingly saying that, but I also felt like I needed to just throw a little jab there too. But for the most part, one of the things that has has been ever present in our lives as as a couple has been enduring and long suffering. And boy, and, the, and these seasons have brought us to where we are now we we are reaping the past three years yeah and it's like you see these people who have success who have the things that you want and it's like you have not seen their long-suffering process you haven't seen them when they were in the trenches or broke or hungry or sleepy and i'll be uh, no i'm gonna keep it real like you you ain't see when I was asking my mom for my money. Yeah, you, you weren't there, a part of that process when I had to push out push off bills for a couple months just to make sure that we're eating. Yep, like you weren't there. So when everything we were, that you when see, we were living at my parents' house and taking fifty dollars and going grocery shopping with at Walmart with them fifty dollars, getting some noodles and stuff like. And now we shopping at Target. <laughs> We've had to suffer yeah. long. Yep. It has not always been this way. And this is where I was talking about history of God and knowing that, you know, the long suffering process is going to reward you with the opportunity, not even the opportunity, it's going to reward you with the memory. Yeah. Do you remember when it used to be, uh, uh, I'm just going to say her name. Chanel said this to me on the phone because we were talking about, you know, Air Society. She was like, Elliot, just last year you were just delivering packages for Amazon. Yep. Yep. Like, gosh, wow. God got you. Like and I and I don't literally sat, sat there and said, "Wow, I didn't even just I ain't never really thought about it that way." Mm-hmm. That I literally had we have history with God, and you don't have history with God ever without long suffering. He ain't just about to just like like no, nah, you are gonna have to go if if it was easy, everybody would be a believer. Yep. Everybody would go through long suffering if it was easy. It's not supposed to be. It's not. I remember you getting up 
3 Six o'clock th- in the morning Going to Kohl's Working going to I Kohl's. mean this man had what Three jobs at once And it Went was to hard. work What Two Two days after Actually a day after We brought Alora home From the hospital Yep Like Gosh Don't make me Don't I'm, I'm about to I'm about That's to start crazy <laughs> That like, is crazy Cause that was a hard Hard Season for us They they don't remember They like Well not remember But they don't know How I lost my job After World Changers yeah, a couple months before, oh Lord, lost all benefits and everything. Yep, went home in tears. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't believe it. Why would it happen now, of all places, of all things? But I guarantee you, rent was never never late. Yeah, the bills were always on time. And then and praise God ate. for a pandemic we because ate. we had everything we needed for Laura. We didn't want or need anything. No, we always had people supporting us. Yeah, it always came through at the right time. And this is this is a part of the long so. And this is why when the Lord tells you to do something, you have to obey, and yeah. you have to have faith that He's going to carry you through them seasons, even if it is hard. Like let let His strength be your strength. Like if it gets too hard to endure, that's when you're supposed to lean on Him. Yeah. So yeah. Gosh, we that's have... a that's a good testimony. The Lord is faithful for real, and He. Wow, he is really faithful, and, and, and he's so good to us. Like, even to, to think that, like, when I tell people we moved, they're like, oh, y'all moved through in the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic. In the middle, and the pandemic's still going on. So, yeah, it's in the middle of a pandemic. Like, we moved, got situated, everything was paid for, everything was taken care of. Now we here. Went from quitting my job to just going to full, full-time day trading to God saying, nope, not so, Another job. There you go. And it got better benefits. And the salary 10 times better. Yep. And you get to work from home. Even a little bit longer to the because of the Delta and, variant. And the hours are flexible. And the hours are flexible. I mean, it's just, wow. Like, like God, did, but long-suffering, and this is my close. So I know a lot of y'all probably waiting for the close or you're just enjoying the testimony service. Um, <laughs> but a part of long-suffering, like, it's it's the reward after it that makes it worthwhile. Yep. Like seeing you be able to wake up now, like you, like I didn't, you, you just took it upon yourself to start waking up and getting a Laura. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't actually do that. I thought that was my normal thing, but now you get up y'all in the bed while I'm waking up a Laura, not nursing no more. She's not trying to grab on your shirt to pull, to pull your shirt down. Like you feel a little bit of freedom, you feel a little free now. You don't have to worry about ah, my child is going to look for my breast. She even saw him today and didn't pay no mind. Oh, hey, mommy. Right. That's what I was on. <laughs> like, like you don't know what's at the end of the long suffering, but I promise you, after the long suffering, after the waiting, after the patience, one. You're going to feel better because you can go through anything, anything with God, period. But number two, the reward is so much sweeter. So to all those out there, like, you know, we end every time with like knowing your inheritance. You have access to God. You have access to long suffering, even though you don't like it. That's one of the benefactors of being an heir. You have to suffer long. It is okay. You are not going to die. Yeah. 
because Jesus already died for you. Y'all think that man wanted to go to the cross and get beat on his way up there? No, like y'all like he like some little that fairy tale story. Epi- that's the epitome of long suffering. He even he, he even endured said, the hardship. He even said he said he said passes come for me before he left. Before he yeah, went, get this, get this off. Like I don't want to go through this. Why don't nobody do want to go through it? But guess what? And I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't dying for none of y'all. I'm not getting on no cross for none well, of y'all. What was his fruit? Us. The yeah. fact that we have access and we're heirs. Like he he went through that long suffering for us. Yeah. So. So yeah. take that to the bank, y'all. Like long suffering is a part of of our inheritance. And then and then it, it makes it easier to have a, a better attitude about it. Yeah. And I feel like that's why the Lord explains to me some of the things that he does. Like if I'm tripping or if I don't have an understanding or like when I wanted to give up breastfeeding with the Lord. Now you're going to have to go through this a little bit longer and I'll tell you why. Yeah. He'll tell me why. And then, I mean, do, what are you going to do? Say no. Cuss him out. You can't, you can't do nothing but go through it. You can't because he's not going to remove it until no. it's time. So you're better off just being quiet and going through it. And yes, have, feel feel how you want to feel. And there like, there was a point. I I don't even think I complained about getting up in the middle of the night to feed the Lord anymore. I just started doing it because yeah. I knew I had to. Yeah, yeah. That's just that's just a part of. It's even not even just in in our walk with Jesus, but that's a part of life. Hey, and I yeah. and I actively practice long suffering. How many times have I said I'm gonna do this this month, and then nope, I gotta wait. Nope, I gotta wait. Nope, gotta wait. And I'm like, all right, cool. I've been waiting. It's all good. My time will come. Because at the end of the day, and I and I try to stay in a regular posture of long suffering because when it's time to really suffer long, buddy, all right, bet I gotta wait. Cool, it's all right. good. Yeah. I ain't I ain't about to fuss because I've already actively been doing it. This mm-hmm. and this is what I guess this is a little moment to my wife, but like this is what I try to try to get Larissa to do sometimes when she wants to get something. Like, why don't you just wait? I've been waiting for my house, haven't I? Well, I'm talking about like some other like small minute things. Like, why don't you just wait? Let's wait till the next paycheck. Let's wait till like next month. Let's just get some things to order real quick and then we'll go get it. Because at the end of the day, I'm not telling you no. God's not telling you no. He's just simply saying not right now. It ain't going to happen now. But you'll get it. Just be patient. Wait on the Lord. They that and wait on the Lord. And he's going to renew your, your strength. strength. And that's the line. So, with all that said, we want you to be heirs. We want you to be co-heirs. We want you to live out your life um, with abundance and exceedingly great joy with uh, with the Lord. Um, be glad that you're an heir because it can be a whole different ball game. I just are. I feel like oh God. Uh oh, she about to. <laughs> she, here we go. Here we go. I feel like I feel like for those of you guys who have been in the long suffering process. I don't be hearing from. I mean, don't say you don't be hearing from God. Yes, no, you no, do. no. I'm not. I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying the Lord doesn't. When I hear things as it pertains to like giving a prophetic word or whatever, that that doesn't happen often. But I just heard He's about to give a lot of y'all a fresh wind. Hey, like of just endurance and a renewed like patience. For waiting on something that you've been trusting him for. Yeah. So take that around with it. He's going to give you all of it. And, and that's why that 
that scripture came to mind and I heard it clear as day. Wait on the Lord and he's going to renew your strength. Yeah. Again, I say wait. Wait. That's what the Bible say. It says W-A-I-T. It's wait not talking about wait. On the Lord. It's not talking about it being, I mean, waiting is weighty, but wait. That's all you got to do. So with that said, we are heirs. If you are new here, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Would love to be on YouTube, but we have to wait (laughs) (laughs) on our house. So y'all going to just get these voices. And um, we talked about doing a Patreon at one point in time, too. We'll probably go go back and revisit that conversation again. But to all those out there, y'all already know who we are and what we are and what we do. We are heirs. Follow the Air Society on Instagram, the Air Society. And we are out. Peace.